Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for having me, sign guy and coach. How y'all doing tonight? Doing all right. And we have anticipated your return. (laughs) And one of the reasons you had a big announcement that you wanted to share with the listeners. So I want you to tell us what is your big announcement? All right. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me on the show uh, as a returning guest. Um, well, I know that a lot of people out there in uh, the New York State and uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey areas, and especially the New England uh, states, have all been asking me exactly what's happening with New York Championship Wrestling. Well, it recently, uh, the owner, the, the former owner was uh, Johnny Patches. Johnny Patches had uh, uh, recently gave me a phone call about a month and a half ago uh, talking about the future of New York Championship Wrestling uh, out of the Mohawk Valley area in upstate New York. And as we were talking, one of the details was about selling the company and the future and what was next. So we had a discussion. We, We talked like maybe every like two weeks. And as that began, we decided that I, he asked if I would like to purchase the company. And after um, some counseling with my family and with some uh, of my advisors that I, that I grew up with, 
I need to get some counseling on that. And uh, it has been decided that as of after July 2nd, New York Championship Wrestling was purchased by me. And that everybody kind of knew that uh, at our on July 2nd, we had told everybody was introduced to me. Um, the big news that we've been uh, trying to hold off and not let people know are a couple things. Uh, one question was asked by a lot of people is when our next show is going to be. Well, I have an answer for everyone. The first show will be uh, on August 27th at the Desmond Hotel in Albany, New York, by the Albany International Airport. We will be joining and working with the International Pole Wrestling Hall of Fame, which just recently uh, moved their headquarters to the MVP Arena in um, downtown Albany, New York. And they're going to be having a museum and all that stuff. And the ribbon cutting will actually occur on Friday, August 26th uh, for their museum. They'll have a lot of uh, memorabilia uh, that was down in uh, Texas. And that memorabilia was relocated up to here in Albany uh, at the museum there. So they will be having a, a, a tape cutting on Friday. Then uh, the other announcement is when is our next show? Our next show, we'll believe it or not, is going to be on the 27th and it's going to be at the Desmond, like I just mentioned, and it's going to be we're going to be a part of the meet and greet uh, part of the uh, weekend festivity festivities and uh, where you're going to see all of New, York, New York Championship Wrestling's champions. Uh, let's see. We have Massacre, uh, for the tag teams, we're going to have uh, Adam Stone. Now, Adam Stone is, uh, is our new New York Championship heavyweight champion of the company now as of July 5th. And I will confirm to everybody that, yes, Adam Stone does have the heavyweight champion. It was delivered to him and handed over to him. Uh, on on July twenty on Tuesday July twenty fifth at night at Sixteen Stone Restaurant in Utica. So if you guys are looking for a great meal, check it out. Uh, the other uh, next news is I have is going to be when our ne our actual first show where we'll have matches and stuff. I have an answer for that. That will be in uh. September, mid September, we will be having our first match. The location will be in Albany, New York area. Uh, the venue will be at the Waterfleet Dome in Waterfleet, New York. I have been in contact with the mayor, and we have been talking about things. And we're going to be working on a relationship with this with the city to have not just one show there, but a couple of them throughout the years. Uh, but we'll also we're not going to be stationary. We're going to also be moving around in different locations. Now the other big news that I have to announce are some signings that we recently did. Now some of you who have been following uh, New York Championship Wrestling recently 
have received word that we signed Christina, courageous Christina Marie onto our roster. And she will be, I've been, I grew up with her. I know her. We're great friends. So she will be joining your championship wrestling uh, with us. Um, the major news that I do have to announce is that we have two celebrity VIP um, members that have recently been signed. Uh, one of those members I am pleased to announce is Francisco Ciazzo from Major League Wrestling. He's a trainer located down in Newport Ritchie at the training center for Major League Wrestling. And he will be coming up to Albany, New York in the fall of 2022 and will be debuting for the first time ever for New York Championship Wrestling. And he will be bringing a special guest with him. And stay tuned for that. For details on social media platforms, you will get to see them, see who that guest is uh, very soon. The second additional signing to our roster is also Lucas Daniels. Uh, some of you may recognize the name. Lucas Daniels was in the Georgia um, Indy Circuit. Uh, working for Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, and he's also done some other extra work for World Wrestling Entertainment, uh, especially through the SmackDown roster. Uh, he is officially signed with WWE and has been working some matches with them. So he has, all, um, has already signed on with us, and I will be announcing that on social media either today or tomorrow. And his first debut will be at our first show in September. I've already been in contact with him, and he's really excited. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to hand it back over to you guys. If anybody has any questions, uh, please feel free to ask. But those are the huge announcements. Well, one of the questions I would have for you, as the owner of a new wrestling company, what is your vision going to be going forward? What type of changes to the presentation, if any, do you plan to make there in New York? Uh, when we go forward with the new company, a lot of companies uh, right now in the wrestling industry, I'm going to touch on a very delicate situation. Everybody is aware of what's been happening with Vince McMahon through uh, WWE right now with his uh, – scandal and, and situation and the new ownership that had or the new uh, chairman of the company uh, currently, which is Stephanie McMahon. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing is making sure that our, that the women that, that come into our company on our roster are respected and protected. And we're going to make that implement that, that, um, to our to everybody that comes into the company, that we have a, a zero tolerance policy. If anybody disrespects anybody, either of their lifestyle choice, their gender, uh, anything like that, we will not tolerate that. Uh, if you think for some reason it's okay to disrespect someone because of their their uh, lifestyle or anything like that. We will not. We will turn you away. There's a door. You will not get paid, and you will not have a match that night. Sorry, we thank you, and best of luck to you in your endeavors. That's the take that we're going to be going. As for the company, uh, on another angle, what we're going to do is we're going to give a chance to a lot of the uh, 
new people that are trying to train for to become a pro wrestler. We're going to be working with a lot of wrestling schools throughout the United States and overseas uh, to invite them uh, to come and do a tryout, uh, in a, like a Royal Rumble-type version, and uh, kind of see what they're able to do. And if we think that they are good, you know, good quality and, and are ready, then we will work uh, directly with their trainers and offer them a contract to come and work for New York Championship Wrestling as we go forward. Um, on another note, we want to make sure that it is a family-friendly environment. We want uh, people to know that all ages are welcome. And it's when it comes down to the company, I tell every person that I sign to the company that my door is always going to be open if you have any questions or need to talk or anything like that. Because right now, one of the issues is the uh, mental part of everything. With everything that's been going on with COVID, uh, stuff like that, we want to make sure that we have that opportunity for people to to be able to come to us and talk to us and, and get anything that's bothering them out and try and help them in any way, shape, or form. So we're going kind of like beyond the call of, of what a promotion is and it giving a opportunity for those to be successful, but yet at the same time be offered the help that they need if they have any issues going forward in their journey. Because sometimes things can get very stressful and we're fully aware of of that, and we want to make sure that that opportunity is there for them. Now you talk about having the tryouts and everything, and I'm sure you're going to be looking mm -hmm. at talent and support staff and everything else as you go forward. If someone Correct. from out of your area was interested in coming to New York and they wanted to get a shot at working for you, how would someone out of area go about getting consideration? Um, what we do is we have right now, um, we do have a booker. We're working with a uh, training school. I'm, I, off the top of my head, I don't, I forgot then it's mad. Oh, mad God media. They're a training school out in Buffalo. It's run by, uh, John, Jonathan Zink, uh, he goes by the stage name Madness of Trip. He is the owner of the training school out there. We're also working with Jerry Idol with Extreme Wrestling Alliance in out of Albany, New York. Yep. And then we're also working with John Spore up in South Glens Falls at Wrestler's Workshop. And what we're doing is we're giving the opportunity. Anybody that's out of state wants to work for us. Uh, they can contact either on social media, send us a message at New York Championship Wrestling. That's for Instagram, uh, Facebook, and then it, it, for Twitter, it's uh, New York, at New York Champion 1, which is the number one. And that's how you would reach out to us. And my email, if anybody wants to reach out to me through my email, they can uh, reach me at ref, R-E-F, dot, J, like the letter J, dot, stone, and then the initials for New York, 
at Outlook.com. And those are the ways you can contact us. Uh, either you can talk directly to me or you can contact uh, John over at, at uh, John Jonathan Zink. Uh, all that information is on our Facebook page, and you can get that information from them as well. Either way, you will get a response from us, and we can go from there. Well, at this point, Coach is standing by. I'm sure Coach has a plethora of questions, so I'm going to pass you right over to the Coach with the most that's coming at us from Coach to Coach. Right. <laughs> hey, Jason. Thanks for coming. Hey, coming Coach, how you again. doing? Thanks, doing brother. Good. Hey, con- Appreciate it. Congre- congratulations on your new endeavor there, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the world. My goodness. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate it. And uh, any chance you'll get to work with Evan Ginsberg over there? Um, I have not. Actually, we are open to talking to him. We have not actually... Uh, he has not reached out to us, and we are, like I said, we have so many people from our state. And of course, when a new promote, when new ownership comes in, or any type of new promotion is starting to get more established, you're going to get flooded with a lot of talent wanting to work with you, and or branch out from where they're at, or whatever promo- area that they're in, and branch out and go into new uh, areas to work with different um, promotions. So one of those d- things that we're doing is having a lot of people contact us. Uh, from what I understand from Joseph uh, Zink, as he has informed me that he has had over 700 people contact him uh, as of our, from after on, our, on July 2nd, uh, John told me that over 700 people have reached out to him. So, and wow. I've had, oh yeah, I know it's, it's crazy. It really is. And then we, and I, me personally, I have actually gotten uh, messages, uh, Facebook messages, text messages, every platform on social media, everybody has reached out to me in the wrestling community wanting to work with us. Uh, especially one of, one of the people that actually reached out, out to us that I just announced that will be coming was Francisco Siazzo and Lucas Daniels. They actually reached out to uh, out to us. I actually I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Francisco Siazzo and I actually Francisco Siazzo trained me when I was down in Georgia. So to have him come and work for me is not just an honor but a blessing because I get to actually introduce people to the person that actually trained me. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So a lot of a lot of people from every angle and every aspect of the wrestling industry have reached out to us. So it's been a good success so far. Wow, what a support system you got there! And it's like a dream come true to hear about those numbers. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, and then uh, have you have you wrestled in the past? Um, I have actually no, I have not. Uh, sometimes when you get involved in the wrestling business, there's a lot of opportunities that you can get involved with in this industry. Some choose to be trained to be an announcer or commentary or a referee, like how I chose to do. One of the things that I decided to do is train as a referee. Uh, 
and, and but I have done when I was in Georgia. One of the things that I did have to do was like the exercise. I did have to train like a wrestler, except not fully. Some of the things that we did have to do was learn how to take bumps, which uh, is a it, it takes a lot. You have to have the in, uh, and uh, endurance to do it, and really get yourself in a good shape before you really get farther in your teachings as becoming a wrestler or whatever you choose to do. Um, when it comes down to becoming a promoter and owning your own, uh, your own company, like wrestling company, that's a different uh, angle that you, that we have to take. Sometimes we have to go to school for business management, uh, sports man, uh, management. I know that full sale down in Florida actually has a course that they uh, offer their uh, students that are going to be enrolling into their programs, which where uh, World Wrestling Entertainment's uh, training school is, uh, NXT's headquarters are located. They uh, That's one of the programs that they do. They do from production to media to, like I said, every different angle in the industry. Uh, people can get that opportunity. It's just, it depends on what they choose to do and how they want to do it. Okay, right on. So anyway, I was going to ask you some of my standard questions. And the okay. first one is, who, who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, sports, or ordinary life? Oh, that's a, re- <laughs> that's a really good question. My all-time favorite, believe it or not, is Rikishi. Uh, the reason why I like Rikishi is because of his his gimmick and his character that he uses and the way that he speaks about wrestling and speaks about other talent and stuff is amazing. I know that over in California on your side of the state or the country, Rikishi has a school a training uh, program, I believe near uh, – I want to say I, I don't want to say the wrong area, but I know it's on the California coast, uh, San Bernina, San Bernano or Bernina. I'm, I apologize if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's it's the San Bernino area. But you you'll understand what I'm saying. But I apologize if I'm not pronouncing the name correctly. So Rikishi is actually one of my favorites of all time. The other uh, people is uh, Buddy Burke. Buddy Burke actually was involved back in the day uh, before the Attitude Era, uh, working with like the um, the Mountie from Canada. He actually competed in a match with the Mountie uh, in a title match, and unfortunately uh, did not win that match. But I've worked with Buddy Burke uh, several times when I was down in Georgia, especially in Central Georgia through Southern Fried Championship Wrestling and um, with Anarchy and WrestleMerica and stuff like that. He has been uh, a really good uh, person to talk to and, and stuff like that. Uh, as for today's era that a lot of people will be familiar with, I would have to say um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is one. Hulk Hogan is the other, and the oh, let's see who uh, in AEW. I would have to say Daniels and 
you know what? I can't just call out Daniels. I have to call everybody on the roster at AEW because they're fantastic. So with that being said, those I would say are my top uh, people that I really am encouraged and uh, really, really uh, are inspired by. Um, As of the indie circuit, I would have to say Chris Nelms. Chris Nelms, uh, he goes by uh, Chris Nelms, Hill Daddy, Hill Daddy Nelms or Chris Nelms, and the 605 crew, which is made up of uh, Big Andy and uh, Tim Rice and uh, Terry Lawler and uh, Jerry Nelms, who his stage name is Twisted. And I've worked with all of them in the past, and I would have to say those are some of the amazing guys who are very tight-knit, and they work fantastic together. So uh, in the indie circuit, I would have to say that. Uh, the other person is Mad, Mads Cruel and Logan Creed. And as a female wrestler, I would have to say Selena De La Renta is one, Danny Jordan, Shauna Reed. Christina, Courageous Christina Marie, and um, uh, let's see, there's so many women out there, and Brooklyn Creed are some of my favorites that I loved working with. So I hope I think that covers it. <laughs> okay, right on. What were some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with? Um, let's see. One of them was actually when I went to the Orlando, when I went to Orlando where they had WrestleMania at the Campers Field uh, uh, Arena, which was in Orlando, uh, where it was when the Hardys first arrived, when they came back to WWE, they returned back at that stadium. And I can tell you, I was there. It was an incredible feeling of seeing the house just go wild when their music blared. Um, the other moment at that at the same event was the when Undertaker finally uh, re- was going to retire, and I remember it was a very emotional time because he had gone in the middle of the ring, took off his jacket and his hat, and laid in the middle and walked out. So, though that was one. Um, one memorable experience watching. Uh, I've been to a couple of WrestleManias. One was in Toronto, uh, Canada, and the other one was um, in Orlando at the Campers Field Arena. Uh, as for me personally, being involved in any matches uh, or being a part of was when I when I first started in the business. It was down in Georgia. I was working with Francisco Seattle. We were having our version of uh, Border Wars, and one of them was a cage match, and it was uh, uh, South versus South, so to speak. But when you're down in the South, it's North versus South, so Georgia versus Florida. And uh, Francisco was from Florida, so he brought his crew up there. Uh, It was so far back, so I can't remember exactly who was on his team. I know that when – the, for our Georgia team, we had Southern Fried Mafia, which was made up of um, AJ Steele, uh, uh, Jagged Edge, and uh, there was two other gentlemen. I can't 
I have so much going on through my head. I do apologize. If you guys are listening and you know who I'm talking about, I apologize. But they were also there was two other gentlemen that were on that uh, event. I remember in that show there was a lot of craziness going on because it was Georgia, the Bulldogs versus the Gators sort of thing. So you can imagine when you have that type of, you know, uh, excitement, you're going to have two teams. They're all going to be yelling against each other and rooting for whoever they love. So I remember um, there was a controversy because Jagged Edge was uh, wrestling for Georgia and uh, Francisco Siazzo was for Florida. And I remember in the match that, the Jagged Edge turned on Georgia and joined Florida and took out AJ. And I remember that they it was a caged uh, match, and the, we could not open the door. They were beating the heck out of AJ Steele to the point where there was a lot of blood, all, you know, all that craziness, and the whole locker room – from Southern Fry had came out. They were trying to get up on the cage to get over to help AJ, and we couldn't because um, the the people that were already in the inside the cage were kicking the ca- side of the cages, so everybody was falling off, and the door was locked, so we couldn't get the door out unlocked to get in there to get to AJ to make sure he was okay. So it took us, I think, five minutes to try and find the key and actually get the key. Uh, get the lock on open so we can open up the door. We eventually did. I was the first one. If you go on YouTube, you can find it. It was uh, Southern War, Southern Southern Fried Championship Wrestling uh, Wars. I think it was like around 2014. And you'll see where uh, the door finally comes open. And I'm actually the first one to rush in. And I remember the whole house went crazy when I was able to open up the door and I was the first one in it, it, it was exciting and we were eventually able to get to AJ, but I will have to say that Francisco Siazzo's team uh, was very ruthless and very aggressive. Um, it did take us a while to get them out so we could make sure that AJ was okay. Um, I will say that AJ is doing great now. He is fine. Uh so I would have to say those were some of the memorable matches that I've been involved with. Man, that's, with. Very, that's very impressive. Did you play sports in Thank high you. school? Thank you. Or did you play sports in high school or growing up? Uh, yes. Actually, one of the things that I did was I, I'm not really a big basketball person, unfortunately. I'm not built uh, to play basketball. I'm more of a football soccer type person so growing up I did a lot of baseball and soccer and then uh, some football during high school and one of the other things was martial arts I I got involved I did that for quite some time I did uh, judo and taekwondo uh, for oh gosh judo was the longest taekwondo was for two years a judo was, I want to say, seven, almost five to seven years in uh, Troy, New York. All right. And then, hey, uh, what suggestions do you have for people wanting to get into the business? 
Um, one of the suggestions that I that I tell people is make sure that you are prepared mentally and physically because when you're doing your exercises, especially during training, if you're not ready or your mentality and mental state and your your physical attributes are not up to par, you're gonna have you're gonna struggle. Uh one of the things that I learned uh during training is a lot of people during exercising, if it's your first time, it's expected that you're gonna get uh a little sick during training. Uh your stomach kinda turns because you do the little rolls on the flips and stuff. So one of the tips that I was given is you want to eat you you want to eat three hours before you go to training. Um and and eat three hours if you are close to that three hour mark before you're supposed to go to training eat something light uh one of the things that i was told is if you have a problem with nauseation uh dramamil it seems to really work well for those uh that's a little tip that uh in the wrestling industry if you're beginning the stages and don't want to get sick Dremamil is one of the perfect things to use. Uh, follow the, the the directions on the package and go from there. Uh, one, I did have a, one of my friends who I trained with uh, actually did take the Dremamil, and he was fine. He did not get sick whatsoever. So, um, but one another thing is listen, listen and then ask questions later pay attention to what's going on uh if you need to take some notes go for it uh train exercise practice 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 take walks during the day um as for students that have been training and you're going to go and you want to work for promotion, the first step is to earn your dues, which everybody in the wrestling industry knows about, is pay your dues, meaning like uh, volunteer your time to help put the ring together, put the chairs out, help with uh, the baggage for the VIPs that come in for the show, um, help with setting up the electrical equipment, the, sta the uh, stage, uh, selling tickets, um, putting out posters to all the wrestlers out there If uh, for your promotions. Make sure one of the things is pro promos, meaning do a, um, a quick video and give it to your promoter and have them use it. Try and do it about two weeks prior to the event. That will help build up uh, your fan base and for the promotions going forward when they have shows. Um, and one of the things that we're going to be doing with New York Championship Wrestling is actually try and get our advertisements out before in, in, before three weeks of the show. So that way everybody can know where to go and what to do and stuff like that. So I, I, those are some of the tips that I recommend people do. Right on. And hey, what schools do you recommend for people? Um, one of the the I, I mentioned them earlier, and, I, and, and I'm thank you for asking again. Uh, some of the schools that I that I will recommend anybody that's interested in getting involved in the industry 
is you can always Google, use the Google um, part on your phone or on your computer, whatever um, uh, technical device uh, that you're using. Google and uh, look up uh, wrestling professional wrestling schools near you or near me is how it would say. And you could do that. Uh, it, I can give you some names. One is the Monster Factory down in Georgia, uh, which is uh, Cody Rhodes' school. It was run by uh, Iceberg for a while. Um, I would recommend that. Uh, also, uh, Dustin Rhodes has a school in Texas that I know Shauna Reed uh, was a part of and is actually, uh, because of Dustin, is touring around the United States currently and has been great. Um, I know that there are, I know, uh, what's, uh, Palm Meadow Academy in either North or South Carolina has schools out there. Uh, as for New York, New York, I know that, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, Mad God, uh, Media Art and Arts out of Buffalo, New York. Uh, that's Joseph Zink. He, uh, runs that school. Uh, I would say Extreme Wrestling Alliance, which is Jerry Idol, so they're based out of um, downtown Albany. The only thing about that training school is that we they recommend they do not they do not allow walk-ins, so do not randomly go there. Uh, please, they ask that you call and make a reservation before you go there. That is your best way of knowing what's entailed and what you need when you go there. Okay. Uh, the other school is uh, that I mentioned earlier was the Wrestlers Workshop, which is owned by John Spore, which is in South Glens Falls, and uh, that is again the Wrestlers Workshop, and the trainers are Fox Veneer, and I'm I know that they just got a brand new trainer. I'm not exactly sure who that is, but that's another school to talk to up in the Adirondack area. Um, again, like I said, in in uh, in California, you got Rikishi School. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but if you look, if you like, go on the computer and you Google it, you will and say pro wrestling schools near me. Uh, you're going to come with a whole different listing. Some schools, because of COVID, are not in business anymore because of them struggling, and that's understandable. Right now, a lot of things are going on uh, with the economy, and a lot of companies are not able to survive. So there's a good chance you're going to run into some problems trying to find a school. But do not give up. Uh, say persevere. If you really want it, you'll it'll and it'll make it'll happen. You just got to be patient and have a positive spirit going forward, no matter what, and you'll get there. Yes, for sure. And have you got a chance to work with Andrew Anderson over there? Um, I, you know what, Andrew Anderson, that name rings a bell. I Andrew Anderson, I believe I have through Southern Fried. Um. I'm trying to think of because the name sounds so very familiar, and I believe I did work with him at Southern Fried. If I did not, I do apologize. 
Um, but there's been like so many people I've come in contact in this wrestling industry that are fantastic. But that name uh, specifically does ring a bell. But I will honestly tell you, I don't really uh, remember exactly if I worked with him one-on-one, but I, I'm very sure that I did in Southern but don't hold me, hold me to that. Okay. Yeah, he was in the movie The Wrestler. He had a, a small part in there. And he, right now uh-huh. he's the new... He's the new Purple Haze with uh, Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan at, in the Dungeon of Doom. Okay, yes, yes. I am, okay, yes, I do apologize. I do, actually, The Wrestler, great movie. If anybody's, well, uh, the, other, the other one is that one on HBO, The Heel. Those are yeah. two good movies. So I definitely recommend people watch that. Because you're going to see a whole bunch of people that you see now in, in the professional wrestling on TV that are in The Wrestler. Uh, and once in a while on the show, Heal the Series on HBO or Showtime, whatever uh, cable channel that's on, you're going to see other indie wrestlers get their chance to be in the movie and uh, people that you see on TV on, an, on a regular basis also on there as well. Okay, and another standard question we have on the show is Sunday okay. might have asked you in the past, what is your favorite coffee to drink? <laughs> My favorite coffee to drink? Well, that's quite easy. At for at one time I think he did uh sign guy did ask me what my and I said it was Starbucks. I'm actually gonna change that. Uh, some of people don't know this, but I just recently relocated to Saratoga Springs, New York, and actually Saratoga Springs, New York is the headquarters for Death Wish Coffee, and uh, I'm going to have to say Death Wish, Death Wish Coffee. Uh, hey, uh, Death Wish Coffee, if you guys are listening, we are interested in, in you guys becoming our sponsor. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay. And then we have a question from a longtime fan, Kurt Ferris, and they're sort of off the wall questions, but he would like to know who would Jason Stone have picked in his partner on a double dare? Hands of Stone Ronnie Garvin or Judge Harold T. Stone? Mm. What was the second one? Uh, Ron- Hands of Stone Ronnie Garvin or J- Judge Harold T. Stone? Well, I love the last name uh, specifically, so I'm going to have to go with uh, the second one, the judge. Okay. Just because his last name is Stone and my name is Stone, so. (laughs) All right, yeah, and uh, I'm sure he he would appreciate that. Sometimes we forget to ask his questions, but I think we got Mm -hmm. like a 98% 98%, uh, success rate. (laughs) All right, right, good. so what are some of your favorite places to work? Um, some of my favorite places to work is, again, uh, New York Championship Wrestling. Uh, I loved working for them uh, when because I actually was refereeing for them. Um, but 
Uh, if you were to ask me my all-time favorite, uh, it has to go with this with the promotion that took me in when I first got involved in in the wrestling industry. I started off from the bottom and worked my way up, uh, and that was Southern Five Championship Wrestling. Uh, when it was at the time, it was under Charles Anschlitz, who unfortunately passed away from stage four uh, cancer. Um, and Chris Nelms actually uh, and Andy Big Andy. Uh, and the 605 crew actually introduced me to Southern Fried and gave me my chance. So uh, I have to say Southern Fried out of all of them. Uh, I miss them every day. I think of Charles, and I think of the my wrestling family down in Georgia. Uh, they took me in and took me in as their own, and I will always be in debt to them. And now I, uh, Southern Fried is uh, owned by uh, David Manders, who's doing a fabulous job with the company. Uh, Todd Saxons is their booker. Uh, I definitely recommend anybody looking uh, to work in the South, definitely get in touch with Southern Fried and talk Todd Saxon, who's their booker, uh, and see if there's a spot for you on their card and go from there. They've had some magnificent uh talent come through their doors uh so i will have to say southern fried championship wrestling out of monroe georgia okay right on hey i want to wish you all the luck in the world and thank you again for coming on and i'm sure sign guy has some more questions yeah thank you so much coach it was nice chatting with you yes thank you thank you coach well jason one of the things that a wrestling promoter looks for when he goes into business is a venue and as we know wrestling can go to practically any Mm -hmm. venue as long as there's enough room for a ring and some chairs they can run a show there are you looking at any specific type of venues right now you don't have to give us specifics like as far as the actual building, um, but do you have venues in mind that you think will be a good fit for what you want to do and how you want to present your show? Uh, yes. Uh, well, one of the things which is different that I do have to bring up is when you're looking at a venue, you all, each state is different in how they handle the sports community. Uh, here in New York, we have a uh, New York State uh athletic commission which has specific rules that we have to obey by in order for us to have a show in georgia they don't have one so uh those rules are a little bit more lax here in new york it's a little more uh controlled on what you can and cannot do but the athletic commission is there to help us in any way we if we have any questions or anything going forward uh, when it comes to a venue, we like to look to make sure that it can fit up to at least 300 to 400 people. Uh, a lot of the venues that we look at is uh, schools, VFWs, uh, civic centers, and lately I've been noticing one of the things is uh, roller rinks and uh, ice rinks during the summer because no one's going to There's sometimes they don't have the ice on the floors at the ice rinks so I know there is a promotion out there I don't have the uh, 
the uh, permission to mention them, but there is a promotion that does run out of Rome, and they have used a venue out there at our ice rink. Um, so those are two. But um, as to your question, is there any venues that we're looking at? And yes, we are, like I said, I mentioned at the Warley Dome, which is a unique building. Um, the, the walls actually can come off, so it opens up, and you have natural air coming in. But I do know that they just installed an air AC unit and a new sound PA system for their building recently. Uh, so that is a unique venue. Um, but also one aspect when it comes down to getting a venue is here in New York state, they require us to have EMTs and ambulance in whatever area that we're at. They have to be on, on the property and the EMTs have to be inside the building along with a doctor to, uh, check your, uh, blood pressure before you can even, uh, be in a match that goes for wrestlers and referees uh, and announcers everybody else you you don't really have to follow that but when it comes down to ambulance and emts we are required to have one at all times at the shows or we won't have a show or we can't have a show so um and i do know that uh, ambulance companies do ask they do charge for the time used uh, for those EMTs, uh, so it, the the prices vary. It all depends on who you talk to and what they they charge. So that is one uh, thing that you that you might want to uh, look into. Uh, is sometimes some of these ambulances do charge, and it can be quite. I know one of them. The highest amount that I ever heard was was two hundred dollars. And that is split between two EMTs and then the ambulance. Uh, the lowest, I would have to say, would be $99. But uh, I, I, I'm, I don't want to uh, name those companies my head out of respect. I don't have the rights to mention them. But those are the things you want to look at is VFWs we're looking at. We're also looking at uh, schools. But right now, currently, we have one location in Utica that we have worked in before, uh, and that is a sports complex, and we will be returning back there this year. And uh, also, we've come to the Albany area to a bigger uh, market for sports, um, and we're also going to be in association with the International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, which is located at the MVP Arena. We will be working alongside them as well going forward. Well, I think Coach and I speak for the state of Washington when we say $99 would be a steal for an ambulance. You're right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a – it's like it's, yeah, when you get a chance to have that type of amount, it, it, you cannot resist it. you got to go for it, you know? Much higher figures thrown around here in Washington for promoters. Mm. Oh, geez. I'm afraid to ask what, what's the highest amount they charge there. Uh, Coach, you'll be able to back me up a little bit more, but I've heard in the eight to $900 range, and this was a few years oh, ago. Oh, jeez. Yes, definitely. That's, that's crazy. My goodness. Yeah. 
that oh, is right, well, uh, here in New, York, in New York. So we don't have that. There's anything you want to say, plug, promote to the listeners? Floor is yours. All right. Um, all I can say is that uh, on I want to make a mention about our main event that happened at New York Championship Wrestling on July 2nd. We had a controversial main event that occurred uh, that involved Adam Stone versus Fox Veneer and Denim. At the time um, at when the match began, Fox Veneer was the uh, current New York Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Uh, what a during that match, it was very controversial that we had to actually temporarily vacate the title because we were trying to figure out who had pinned who. Uh, how it all went down is Denim was the person on that had that was on the mat. Adam Stone did a frog splash off the top rope. Uh, and then Fox Veneer was on the side and had quickly rolled over. But when Adam Stone did the frog splash, he actually had uh, tempor- had uh, injured himself uh, and had to roll off of Denim at one point. Then when Fox Veneer started to roll over onto the leg, uh, the referee had seen it. Adam Stone eventually quickly uh, went for the pin and connected his chest with Denim's chest, making an illegal pin, causing Adam Stone to win the match and uh, became the new New York Championship Wrestling uh, Heavyweight Champion of the company. And as of July 5th, we were able to uh, reward him with that belt, and it is in his um, – he does have it currently and will be defending that uh, very soon. So I wanted to at least let people know uh, of that investigation that we took. We were able to resolve it very quickly. I know it was during the holiday season, but we were able to quickly uh, do what we had to do, and we believe we made the right decision. So congratulations to Adam Stone on being the new New York Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion of the company. And we look forward to seeing great things from this man. Absolutely. Now, for the people that want to be sure to follow both you and your company, how will they go about doing that? Um, What they can do is we're on uh, every social media Outpost. We're on Twitter, uh, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. Uh, for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, you can go at New York Championship Wrestling. Uh, that is our our headliner. You can use those. How I just said that is the at symbol New York Championship Wrestling all together in one word. Uh, when you go to search for us on on the social medias. As for Twitter, it is at the the little logo for at New York and then the number one. So not the word number and not the word one, just New York champion and then the number one at the end. And it's all one word, no spaces, no under underscores, nothing, just all one word. Uh, if you want to ask any questions or reach me, uh, 
you can reach me. My email is ref dot j the letter j dot stone new york at outlook dot com. That's how you can reach me, uh, and we can go from there. Well, Jason Stone, it has been a pleasure having you on here once again. We definitely look forward to the next time. Awesome. And I want to wish you the very best luck in this new venture as a promoter of a company. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, guys, for having me on this show. And, again, uh, to all those out there that are trying to do the best business, do not give up. Stay focused, and you'll get to where you need to be. Thank you. Well said. Thank you so much. Fans, if you have not, search out Jason, search out his company, support them. We also encourage you to get up there and support your local independent professional wrestling today. Go support it wherever it may be near you. Coach, I presume you have some things to plug. Yes, you can check me out at The Coach with the Most. And also Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews. Also, I'll be continuing to do the Seattle Mariners organizational report. They're on a hot streak right now. One game back from the wild card. They went 15-3 and three in their last 18 games. That set a tie to a Mariners record. Also, you and I will continue to do the Cincinnati Reds report. The Reds have been on a streak lately, too. That they're currently killing Tampa Bay 10-3. to And then also uh, check out my podcast, the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast, on Saturdays at noon. And if you need a tow, check out Big Boys Towing and tell them Coach Mike Jones sent you. All right. Well, fans, you can check us out. In the upcoming week, Friday, we'll be back with Vince Still, one week from this very day. Eric Wright out of the Pacific Northwest will join us. We'll make sure you have plans to join us for those. Everybody stay safe out there, and we will talk to you soon.